Hello everyone, welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. So today I'm super excited to be coming to you guys with another interview. And uh, I loved this episode because I think that the message behind it and what we kept coming back to is something that holds so, so many of us women entrepreneurs back. Today's interview is with a fellow coach and entrepreneur. Her name is Sahar Mandy, and Sahar specifically helps working professionals and female entrepreneurs to not only develop their communication skills, their public speaking skills, but more than that, to really come from a place of empowerment and confidence. And this is the thing that I just loved about our episode together, our interview together, was that Sahar really had amazing and invaluable tools to offer you guys in terms of being able to really cultivate that confidence. Because especially as business owners and entrepreneurs who are maybe in the online space or or just showing up on social media, when we really come from a confident place where we are unapologetic in sharing our message, we are freaking unstoppable. And I think that this is the mindset work for so many of us is ultimately to find a place where we are not only comfortable, but empowered AF in sharing our message and sharing our truth and in not really, you know, caring too much about what other people are thinking about us, right? Or not worrying too much that what we're saying might offend somebody else. I know like for me, this has been something that I've had to continuously work on because I, for most of my life, um, and it's like this programming is deep rooted, um, but I, for most of my life, have been someone who didn't want to upset other people. I was like the nice girl. I um, was always someone that was liked by everybody, and I think that that really became a huge part of my identity. So then when I started talking about all these things that I am just so passionate about now, which is, you know, really striving to live your absolute best life, not settling, sharing about alignment, how to work, you know, in, in congruence or just in harmony with the universe, all the energy stuff, the metaphysical stuff. When I started really speaking up about these things that are just on my mind all the time, they are absolutely my truth. They're absolutely what I'm meant to share with the world. There was just so much resistance. There still is a ton of resistance. Um, and, uh, it's something that I have to continuously work through and move beyond in order to have the impact that I want to have. Right. So Sahar really provided a ton of incredible tools for you guys to actually start reprogramming the way that you think and feel about yourself so that you become unstoppable and also how to really share your message in a way that's going to engage your audience and why that is so, so key. The one other thing I want to mention is that uh, at the end of the episode together, Sahar offered a free webinar training that she is doing um, on growing your communication skills, on really developing your ability to speak publicly, to speak very powerfully from that place of confidence. She's offering it free to anyone who is listening to this podcast. So I'm going to go ahead. We do talk a little bit more about that at the end of the episode, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, link that in the show notes. So if that's something that, you know, if, if you know that confidence and communication and just really getting out of your own way is something that's going to benefit you, then I definitely would recommend Sahar's webinar simply because so much of the time, all this kind of stuff is so conceptual, right? So if we can get physical or utilize physical tools that are going to actually help us to start transforming our mindset, transforming the way we relate to ourselves and just our ability to really share ourselves unfreaking apologetically with the world, it's going to be so powerful for you. So Check that out if you're interested. And without further ado, here's my interview with Sahar Mandy. 
Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right. Welcome, Sahar, to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so happy to be on here. I listen to your podcast, so it's super exciting for me. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) I actually did not know that. So I wanted to have you on here, and uh, I've already done a bit of an intro to this episode, so people have a little bit of an idea of what you're up to and things like that. But I wanted to have you on here because you are a coach who specifically works with women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and uh, about helping them to share their message. And another like sort of, I was just telling um, Sahar the story about how I was talking to my coach about wanting to have more people on the podcast and and wanting to figure out how to actually find women who, you know, would be a good fit. And you reached out to me as I was having that conversation. So and, awesome. and we, and yeah, and just you know, it ended with, um, us deciding to do a podcast episode together. So, uh, but another sort of synchronicity was that something I've really been focusing on with myself, with my clients, um, and just in general is really speaking my truth and helping clients to speak their truth and how this is something that a lot of women really struggle with, right. Mm -hmm. Or, or that it really holds them back. So on that, that note, why don't you explain a little bit about, you know, who you are and what it is that you do as a coach and entrepreneur? Yeah, I would love to. So like you mentioned, I work with entrepreneurs and young professionals, um, mostly women and minorities to help empower them to one, develop their voice, their authentic voice, because all of us have a different message, a different um, Mm -hmm. way of relaying that message and a different truth that we want to speak. So I help Um, women and minorities figure out what that truth is and then empower them with the tools and communication skills that they would need to be able to properly express that to the outside world. Because so much, so many of the times um, we have a different thing that we want to say in our heads, but when we try to express it outwardly, it doesn't come out as well. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, communication is one of those things where we've been doing it all our lives, right? Whether it's verbal, nonverbal, Um, first with our parents, then with our friends, then with our um, greater outside world. So it's something that we've been doing all of our lives. And it's something that people don't really think about as how it affects them in the professional world, whether in business or um, at work. And so what ends up happening is, is when people don't have a communication style that fits in with either the corporate world or the entrepreneurial world, they end up not being able to express their thoughts and ideas and just overall worth the way that they want to and the way that they want to present themselves. Um, And so they end up not getting the opportunities, um, the investors, or just the growth opportunities that they would be getting at work if they were able to express themselves properly. Right. So it really kind of comes back to confidence, right? Like obviously they're they're building skill and that skill affects their confidence and confidence. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. Confidence is such an important component as, you know, something that we want to build. So, um, your Instagram profile reads, and I just, I just think it's perfect. So I wanted to read it here, but (laughs) 
that you are empowering ambitious entrepreneurs and professionals to speak up and proudly represent their thoughts, ideas, and worth through confident communication. Um, and this just is something that really kind of speaks to me because as I said, you know, it's something that comes up a lot of not only people speaking their truth and being comfortable in doing so, but also knowing how to express themselves, right? Like I work with a, my clients to really hone in on sort of their copywriting and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, could you elaborate a little on what your process looks like with your clients in terms of helping them to gain that confidence and share their voice? Yeah, I love that. I love that you said that right away because it does all start with confidence. And for me, confidence starts with the mindset. So that's why your podcast really resonates with me because it has so much to do with the mindset and just, Mm -hmm. you know, setting the goals that we want and then going after them. Um, but so my process is I work with clients for me, good communication has three legs. And so I work with clients to strengthen all three of these legs. And I kind of look at it like a stool where if you don't have one of the legs then the other two can't really support the, the whole communication stool, I guess. Um, so the three legs are mindset first and foremost, then it's nonverbals mm-hmm. and body language. And the third is actual presentation skills and what you're going to say and how are you going to structure your presentation or thought that you have? How are you going to open it? How are you going to introduce it? Then how are you going to structure the middle? And then how are you going to close it to make sure that your message got across properly? So I always start with a mindset component because if you don't have Um, because I can tell you um, all the tools and techniques in the world on how to prepare a presentation, structure your argument, um, conduct your body language, and so on. But if the mindset is in the right place and if you don't truly believe what you're saying and if you let your fear overcome you, then it's really difficult to implement any of the other tools or techniques for delivering a powerful, confident, impactful presentation. So in terms of mindset, there's so much work to be done. And it's not really a linear process. It's more of like, yeah. let's see how you present or let me see how you how you would talk or interact with someone. And then from there, I kind of dig into, well, why did you phrase this this way? And it usually more often than not ends up coming back to the mindset where they're coming from maybe a, a, a weaker um, stance or they're taking power away from themselves and how they're phrasing things. And what ends up happening is, is the outside world reacts to how we communicate about ourselves to the world. So, um, and that again comes back to mindset. Throughout the day, we wear several different identities. And I know that's kind of taboo to say, but if you think about it, um, we have different hats for different situations, right? So the, the same person can be wearing the mom hat when they're at home. And because of that, they're going to be interacting and speaking in a way that a mom would. So they'd be very nurturing, they'd be very caring, they'd care about the kids, all that stuff. But then the same person can go to work and at work, they have the executive hat on or the boss hat on or, you know, the software developer hat on whatever it might be. And in that case, they're not going to be acting like a mom anymore. They're going to be acting and conducting themselves and speaking in a very different way. So it's all about figuring out what identities have you prescribed to yourself? How do you see yourself? Mm. And then how are you conveying that to the outside world? A lot of the people that I work with are um, women and minorities, and they feel a lot of times they come to me and they say, you know, I feel like I'm being discriminated against because I'm a woman or because I'm a minority or because I'm a woman in engineering and that's a very male-dominated field, for example. And while that may be true, while there may be some discrimination, I always bring it back to them and see if they can take responsibility for some of how 
they have been conducting themselves and how they've been acting and what they've been putting out in order to perpetuate the the idea that they are not enough or that they're, you know, that they're not being taken seriously or that they're not respected because someone may have an idea about something, but if you come and you're confidently standing in your truth and expressing yourself in a confident way, then they will start adapting to that instead of you adapting to whatever false notion they have of you. Well, and I think um, having women or just people in general to identify where you know, it might be some, where they're maybe um, projecting something or, you know, you, you said uh, they might be getting a certain behavior from someone at work. And when you're at the effect of that, and it's not to say that someone isn't, you know, being <laughs> a certain Correct. way to you at work, but when, you, when you're at the effect of that, you don't have any power mm-hmm. to change it, right? You're giving your power away by saying, I need this other person to exactly. act differently in order so that I get to feel more confident or be more self-expressed or whatever. So. Um, And I also want to touch a little bit on um, what you said about self-perception, because I think that as an entrepreneur and, and, you know, I think that the majority of people listening to this podcast are entrepreneurs, but um, as an entrepreneur, I believe that your self-perception is like literally everything. It's also what I believe manifests out in the world in terms of, you know, if you are that confident person, you're going to attract the clients or you're going to attract the opportunities Mm -hmm. to you. So how, let's say someone has a really disempowered, um, view of themselves, or maybe it's just a certain area. It's that like, I know for me, a lot of my clients, when it comes to putting themselves out there, they have a fear that people aren't going to want to listen to them, or they're not interested in what they have to say. And that's just a a self-perception that they have about themselves, Mm -hmm. right? So what do you do with your clients when it comes to shifting that into a more confident headspace? Um, so the first thing I would say to someone who isn't as empowered or isn't feeling as empowered is to do affirmations. I'm a big, big believer in affirmations and, um, just, you know, changing how you think slowly, but surely day by day, um, affirmations, um, writing, visualization. I love all of that. And I've actually used those techniques myself to um, get to where I am right now. So I'm a big believer in all of that. So that's where I would start. And then yes. while working with them, um, while they're doing the affirmations, I would also work with them to figure out why, what's the root of this thought and why they right. think they are less than. Um, perhaps it was an experience that they had with someone. Perhaps it was during, you know, formative years, whatever it might be. It's different for um, for everyone. So for me, my story is, I'm actually half Iranian, half Filipino, and I grew up in Iran for um, most of my life. So I moved to the U.S. when I was um, in seventh grade, and I didn't speak any English when I came. And of course, Iran and the U.S. are like worlds apart, not even culturally similar. So when I came, I was totally a fish out of water. I did not speak any of the language. I did not understand any of the culture. I didn't get any of the pop culture references. And I mean, I don't know if you can imagine being in seventh grade in a new class um, and not. (laughs) No, I can't. I can't imagine. It was pretty, um, it was pretty bad. And actually that's where I kind of saw how difficult it is to not be able to communicate and to not be able to express yourself and to not be able to get the thoughts the way that they are in your head out to the outside world. Um, So because of that, I was just always really shy, just trying to work on my English, trying to lose the accent. I was watching Barney at like seventh grade because it was so much easier (laughs) to learn um, through that than the programming that was actually for that age group. 
Um, and so just all throughout college, I was very, very quiet, very shy, always scared to say the wrong thing and always scared that my accent would come out or that people would find out that I'm, you know, from not from America. Um, and just these silly fears that we have that we feed ourselves and that grow because of that. So um, this all persisted. I um, started an internship. Uh, my background is in PR and marketing. So I was working at a PR firm in Beverly Hills. It was a really awesome internship. I couldn't even believe that I got it. And so I kind of uh -huh. figured, put your head down, work, don't say anything, don't, you know, don't do anything wrong. And if, if you say something wrong, you might not have this internship anymore. So just be quiet and do your work. And what ended up happening is um, I ended up becoming the person getting the coffee, picking up the dry cleaning. And at one point, I was <laughs> right. picking up coffee for the other interns because they were contributing at meetings and they got to, you know, participate in more projects, whereas I just kept getting more errands handed to me. So I was picking up coffee for the two other interns and I just broke down at the coffee shop and I was like, this is not me. I have so much more to offer. I have so many great ideas that I wish I could express. So from there, my journey into really learning how public speaking works and how proper presenting is um, began. And I just dove in with immersing myself in books, immersing myself in mindset shifts and how I could um, slowly change the story that I had been feeding myself and telling myself and how I could step into a new identity um, as someone who's confident. And um, that, you know, I love that, that took a while, of course, but I ended up a being able to work at some really big companies. I was at CNN, um, E! Entertainment, NBC Universal, TBS and TNT. And I was leading multi-million dollar campaigns and kind of starting that with the client from the beginning and then wrapping it up and just so much presenting and interacting. And so I just felt like I was able to come full circle. And that's what you're helping women to do now. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So what shifted me into the role of um, coaching, into the world of coaching was two years ago, my mom actually passed from um, cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. I, it, yeah. it, was, it was really tough. It was kind of like a big punch in the gut. But that kind of woke me up. And I feel, I feel kind of good about this business because I feel like it's definitely because of my mom and I feel her part of it with me, um, as I'm helping these women, because I was, you know, I was working at great companies. Um, I was doing that, you know, really fun campaigns, but I just didn't really feel fulfilled because I was working on like campaigns for Nike and CoverGirl, these massive companies. And they were spending millions of dollars on like a three month campaign on like cosmetics or a new product or a new running shoe. And it just didn't feel like I was making the impact that I wanted to. And it just felt like after seeing what my mom went through, like I just wanted my life to matter. Mm -hmm. And so I had noticed at work when I would, you know, take on interns or take on um, coordinators or assistants on our team, and I would try to train them and say like, hey, I'm doing this client call, do you want to do it with me? Or I'm doing this presentation, do you want to come do it with me? The guys were so much more likely to raise their hand, even though the girls were more qualified to do it. And huh, interesting. Yeah. And I just kept seeing this over and over and over again. So from there, I kind of just naturally started pivoting towards helping women and helping the, the girls who were on the team and helping them express themselves and find their confidence. And then when I was kind of thinking like, all right, I don't want to be in the corporate world. What do I want to do? One of them um, who I was working with pretty closely for weeks at that time, she turned around and said, Sahar, I would pay you for this service. Like what you're offering me is really valuable. And I know my friends would too. 
So from there, it was kind of like I just put it out into the universe like, hey, I want to be doing something more valuable, but I don't know what exactly I'm good at. Like I hadn't identified this exactly as my niche. And so it was just so awesome that she said it. So synchronistic. So you know what's funny is I I literally just before you had a call with somebody else who has already been on the podcast and uh, she had the exact same story of like she was kind of thinking about coaching and then somebody reached out to her and said I'd like to pay you to help me with this yeah it's <laughs> so, so crazy and I mean even your story I love of that how you are telling your coach and I reached out to you I'm a big believer I mean we're all energy and it's whatever we put yes. out there is what we attract so um, going back to the first question <laughs> a long time ago at this point. Um, is, you know, visualization is so effective. Affirmations are so effective. Well, and one thing I want to add to the affirmation thing that I don't think I, like, it's something I'm really starting to get into. It's like, it's not just like, okay, I am confident and powerful and you proclaim it. Like, it's that you actually, through auto-suggestion, program the way you train yourself to think exactly. like over even just a couple of months it, it it only has to take that long where your subconscious will accept any belief you feed mm-hmm. to it but you have to be consistent about it um and then the other thing that's really coming up for me as I'm, I'm hearing you talk and I'm I'm so glad that you shared your story because I I feel like so many women are going to be able to really relate to just feeling almost um because they're not they're not showing up for themselves and they're not stepping into their power or into their confidence that they're kind of being taken advantage Mm -hmm. of or um, looked over. But what I'm hearing is just through communication, you help women step into their power. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's not about, you know, I got some people um, talking to me about, you know, we don't want to be manly or we don't want to be assertive. It's okay to be polite or it's okay to be feminine. And a hundred percent, I agree with that. I don't think that being powerful means you have to, you know, be super stern or assertive like a man or, whatever it is, I think even men, you know, they don't have to be super certain and assertive. I think every single person, every one of us has our own unique voice and our own unique way of sharing it. It's a matter of finding the confidence to be able to express that outwardly to the outside world. So whatever that is for you and whatever that sounds like for you, I'm here to help you find it and then step into the power of it and so that you can claim it for yourself. Well, and I think when you claim it, like that's where your gold is mm-hmm. like when you figure out what what your message is or what your truth is um and then you know start really sharing it openly that's where like it, the energy of it just draws people to you like crazy like you don't even have to try exactly. people just find you because because of the energy that you are radiating exactly. right so i absolutely love that how many people come to you or women come to you and they're not really sure what their truth is Almost all of them. Um, Okay. Almost all of them. And that's because I think that society just feeds us um, as women across the world, everywhere in the world. You have to be a good girl. Don't say anything. Yes. Don't upset anyone. Exactly. Yes. And this (laughs) happens from a very young age, you know, where boys are more accepted to be rambunctious and to color outside the lines, Mm -hmm. whereas girls are kind of expected to be, you know, a good girl, sit properly, don't say anything, don't upset the teacher, etc. So it starts at a really young age and then it continues in school. It's actually been shown that um, girls do better in school than boys and that's because girls follow the rules more and um, boys don't really care to and they're not really enforced to so now what translates in the professional world and in the business world is girls and women aren't as likely to stand up because they just haven't been able to do that oh my god told- you're like 
speaking to my soul. <laughs> right I'm now. glad. I mean, a lot of, I've just seen this so much with um, a lot of women. And so that's why I feel like it's a general thing. I can say that a lot of people will um, identify with, but it's essentially that, yeah, they, they get into the real world. Um, and, you know, in school, it's so easy because you, like, I never went to office hours. I was just too shy to, but I still got really good grades. Um, but in the real world, it doesn't matter if you do your job really well. It's your job. No one's going to come and say, like, hey, you've been doing an amazing job. Let me give you a raise. Or, hey, that company sounds amazing. Let me invest in it. Or, you know, right. like, I want to buy your stuff, even though you haven't told me anything about yourself. So once you get into the outside world, into ha hashtag adulting world, you have to stand up for yourself and you have to be your own advocate and you have to talk on your own behalf. Yes. And if you haven't ever done that all your life, then it's so hard. And I think it's so unfair. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. And it's so unfair that we don't get this heads up growing up, you know? And so... So many of the times I find women who are who just don't even feel like it's okay for them to say anything. And it's like, wait, hold on. Why not? Why don't you want to speak up on your on your own behalf and advocate for yourself and tout your and just be proud of who you are and what you've accomplished? And that's why I say worth in my um, Instagram, because I feel like it's not mm -hmm. just your thoughts and ideas. It's your overall worth. It's who you are as a person, what value right. you bring to a company or to a business or to society that you need to be able to express and you need to be able to own. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and like, I really believe empowered women will change the world. Like, they, like I think it was Hillary Clinton who said, women are the world's greatest untapped resource. 100%. And it's, it, this is, this is the difference maker, right? Like women who are just like, get out of my way or not even get out of my way, but like, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to share what I know I have to offer. And I'm going to hold myself to a very high standard in terms of what I expect from myself and what I expect from other people. Mm -hmm. That is like something you can freaking tank to the bank because, and and, and I think when you have that respect for yourself, you show that to other people as well. It's not about being um, a very like, you know, overbearing woman. It's about being a strong, empowered woman. Yeah, 100%. Right? 100%. And it's not even, you don't even have to be overbearing or, you know, bossy. Because I know a lot no. of people get that. Um, get that. It's something small. Like, for example, something I train my um, my clients or when I do workshops, I work with um, the attendees in is the certain language patterns, right? And so a single one that I can use, a simple one, sorry, I can use right now is um, downplaying language. And that's using words like just, only, or little, as in, I'm just an entrepreneur, or Whoa. I have a little company. <laughs> you know, you don't even have yeah. to be super bossy. Just don't put those words that are downplaying your own accomplishments. You have a company. You don't have a little company. Yeah, you, you know what? Um, you don't have a little idea. So... I feel like so many people probably just re like, I just totally resonated with you saying that. And I see my business as being a company, like a big company. I have so many visions. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like it's a done deal in my mind. And yet I say, oh, I have an online business, which like makes it sound so much smaller than it, it, it really is. And, and what my vision is for it. Right. Exactly. Um, it's yeah. So that's like the perfect <laughs> example of like, I don't want people to think I'm like, you know, delusional about what I think I'm doing, but and that's <laughs> instead of just really claiming that's it. the thing. Yeah. I feel like women try to downplay their accomplishments yeah. because they don't want to be in the spotlight or they don't want to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm bragging or I'm touting, but Oh my gosh. It's yes. Not bragging. If you say you have a company because you really have a company. <laughs> 
yes, if you have yes. an idea, you have a great idea. You don't have a little idea, you know? So it's just a matter of these little tweaks because what ends up happening is if you go and tell people you have an online business and you downplay it, then they're going to think of you as someone right. who has, you know, a, a small company and, you know, not really a big mover or shaker. And then they're going to not treat you like the business owner or give you the respect that you're looking for. And then you end up frustrated where it's like you kind of helped put yourself in that situation through the words that you're using and through how you're presenting yourself. I love that. And I also think too, that from a mindset perspective, it comes back to confidence, which is that if we're downplaying for other people, what we've accomplished and what we're doing, we're downplaying that for ourselves as well. So like every coach I've ever worked with is like, Lauren, you need to start owning what you have created for yourself Mm -hmm. because you're still playing it down. Like it's not that big of a deal when it is, it is a big deal. It (laughs) is a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that's just something like, yeah, I've, that's come up for me over and over of, of like, yeah, well, I've had, you know, $20,000 program launches, but here's why it's not that big of a deal or it wasn't that hard, even though it fucking was. Yeah. Sorry, I swear <laughs> on this podcast. I hope you're okay with that. One thing that you mentioned earlier that I wanted to come back to is uh, you talked about visualization. And I'd love to know, because I think, you know, so many people use visualization for I'm going to have all the money and I'm going to have the car and the house and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to communication or sharing your voice or developing your confidence, are there specific strategies you would encourage people to use in terms of visualization? Yeah, totally. So in visualization, it's important to see yourself where you want to be. Um, and then to, to feel the feelings that you want to feel while you are, while you've already achieved what you want to achieve. So that's kind of I don't know if it might be easier for you, but for me, that's kind of hard to do. So a trick that I do for myself is I switch it to being grateful because you have to, you have to feel something to be, to feel grateful. Right. So for me, like if I'm going to have a big talk or if I want to contribute at a meeting or if I have a big meeting coming up myself with like investors or people who are important, potential clients, I'll visualize myself um, being grateful and then fill in the blank for what? Because as as I'm filling in the blank for what I'm grateful for, it just comes naturally like I'm grateful that this the call went really well and the conversation flowed so nicely and I was able to express myself perfectly to this person. I, you know, I, I'm driving to, I, I'm so grateful that I, while I was driving, I didn't hit any traffic. And so I was able to keep my mind as focused as I want to be. So just prefacing everything with I'm grateful that not only puts the visualization in a context that you've already had it, you've already achieved it, but it also Mm -hmm. helps you emulate the feelings that you would have because you would be grateful for that having happened already. So yeah, that's kind of a trick that I do to, um, to do visualization. But essentially, I just think about what I'm grateful for, how that particular meeting or presentation or interaction with someone else um, went. Yeah. And, uh, in terms of a trick that I use for actually visualizing myself as being more confident than I am, I like to put on specific clothing Mm -hmm. and like dress myself up, like really just feel like, damn, I look good today and like walk around in that energy. And it, it, it for me is way more effective than visualization of like actually feeling and, you know, I walk around with like the right music Mm -hmm, on and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and I really resonate with what you're saying about gratitude as well. And 
I find when I'm resisting my gratitude practice, it's really great to start super small. Like I'm grateful for sunshine. Totally. It's like, and, and from that point, it's, it just starts snowballing of like, you know, I'm grateful for this tree on the street right now. Like how beautiful it is. Like it's so, um, it sounds very like trivial, but it's actually extremely powerful to start small, start with something that's like really easy to be grateful for and then start building momentum. Behind yeah. That. And that goes to, that's true for everything. I love that you said that because that's, that's what I remind my clients all the time too. something like communication, for example, or this mindset shift or, you know, becoming more grateful. All of that takes baby steps because it's taken years yes. for us to be the way that we are. So we have to mm-hmm. give ourselves, we have to cut ourselves some slack and we can't go from, you know, um, a to B within a blink of an eye or in a snap, we have to take gradual steps, just like it took us so long to, to develop our personalities and be where we are right now and have the mindsets that we have right now. It's a very gradual shift to, to take on a new identity and to, you know, become more confident and to, in the context of public speaking, to, to be able to be an effective public speaker and an effective communicator. So it's all a matter of starting small. It's all about the compound effect, right? So you start small and then you build on that and you continue building through consistency and through time. And then one day you'll wake up and be like, oh shit, I'm a rock star and I don't even know how I got here, but rock on. Well, it, it, it really is about, you know, we don't know that we have this ability to make our brain work however we desire to make mm-hmm. it work. And it, it's about developing new neurological pathways in your brain. Exactly. But that only happens through practice and repetition. And if you don't consciously choose that, you're going to just go to your default way of thinking about yourself, right? Exactly. <laughs> Which is what most people do for their whole mm-hmm. lives. So. Um, yeah, so I love what you're saying. And and I think it also, it doesn't have to take forever either. You know, it, it, like, even if it took you a year to really work on your confidence, get things out of the way that were keeping you from feeling confident, like a year is nothing. Like you can completely change the way you feel about yourself inside of a year. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. So in your experience working with clients and, and just, you know, being in, in the field that you are in, how does, learning to share yourself openly or, or cultivate that confidence in order to do so, um, impact people's either their businesses or just their lives in general. I mean, it changes lives, um, in general because communication is such an intricate part. Humans are a social species and whether you like it or not, whether you identify as someone who hates people or not, um, you have to interact if you're going to live in society. So learning to step into your own confidence, into your own voice and express yourself in any setting that you want, the way that you want to express yourself at that time is so powerful. But specifically in the context of business, I mean, it helps people, first of all, talk about their business and talk about themselves and it helps them grow in. (laughs) How many people have services that they don't tell anyone about? I know. And it's so crazy. And they just kind of think that maybe if they're hiding behind social media or if they're, you know, doing a hundred blog posts a week that they'll get discovered. And there's no better way to connect with someone, another human than through actual speaking and interaction. Um, So it, it really helps in that sense because it allows it. It's almost so freeing for, for my clients because it allows them to be able to say exactly what they want to say and spread the message that they want to spread freely and confidently oh, with everyone. It's like, 
the most freeing that like when you give yourself permission to just be yourself exactly is like the biggest weight off your shoulders that you could possibly experience, especially if you're trying to do something online or, you know, in, in the workplace. And, and I, when you talk about, um, public speaking, I really do relate that to social media and, uh, you know, even podcasting and like everyone that I work with has some sort of way in which they put content content out into the world. So it doesn't even need to be in regards to, you know, standing in front of a room of people. It can be, but it's also very much the same thing as, as putting your, your stuff out there online. Would you agree? Yeah. I, I look at public speaking in the context of whenever you're out in the public and you're speaking, that's speaking so if it's with um it doesn't matter if it's a one-on-one interaction if it's a big meeting if you're on a massive stage or like you said if it's through a podcast through social media um what i meant by that is if you're like just putting posts and like writing um like a caption and hoping that your services get discovered through the caption it's more about like connecting with people by speaking to them through stories right putting yourself yourself out out there. there exactly and so it's it's different to be hiding behind the screen versus actually putting yourself and who you are out in front of others. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so we touched on this a little bit, but what do you think sort of especially causes women to feel resistance when it comes to speaking up confidently and unapologetically? Ugh, there's so many factors. Where do yeah, I start? Yeah. Even just like the top three that I know people are going to resonate with, because some of the ones you already gave, I was like, yep, that's me. (laughs) Yeah. So I think definitely how we are raised has to do with it. That's where it starts. And not just for women, but for women and men, pretty much everyone in society, because it's like everyone has this idea of what a girl or what a woman should be like, both men and women. So then what happens is when we all grow up and um, go into the real world, women don't aren't as comfortable speaking up because when they do speak up one they either don't know how to and they come off um in a really abrasive way because they're trying to be they're trying to overcompensate or Mm -hmm. the second is that the men around or everyone else around all of a sudden aren't used to this kind of behavior they're not used to a woman speaking up for herself and um standing in her own power and so they end up it's kind of like a double standard where it's um, you're either competent or you're liked as a woman. You can't be both. And so uh, (laughs) the liked thing is like, was my whole life. It's like being liked and not wanting to upset anyone, not wanting to say things that are going to make people uncomfortable. Exactly. And I know so many people like my own sister, she's um, a developer. Um, Her first job out of college, she got a really awesome job. I'm so happy for her. She's a software developer. She's one of the um, only women on her entire floor, not even on her team, on her entire floor. And she told me that sometimes she knows the right answer to things, um, but she won't voice them because she doesn't Mm. want to come off as like snooty or that like she's showing off her knowledge. And I was like, but you know it. And you don't have to be bragging about it, but don't put yourself down either just because you feel like if you do that, it's going to make the rest of the team look bad. Just you looking good doesn't mean the rest of the team looks bad. So it's just so, right. um, all these rules that women put on themselves and all these um, constraints that I feel like society puts on us all go hand in hand. I mean, it's a man's world, right? It's a man's world. Yeah. And Well, it, that's shifting. It's though. definitely <laughs> shifting. So that's my yeah. whole thing. Um, we have to be part right. of that shift. And it's only going to continue shifting if we are able to step up to the plate. So what I always tell, say is, 
we've been fighting for a seat at the table and now we have a seat at the table. It's just that we have to, now that we're here, we have to be, we have to sit to, down. Exactly. <laughs> sit down and not sit quietly at the table. We have to actually right. express ourselves. And, you know, going back to what you were saying about women and what Hillary Clinton was saying, there's so many studies that show um, when you empower women, all of society benefits as a result. Oh. So there's so many um, studies that show when like in third world countries and re really rural areas where they use women, they don't let women go to school and they just kind of use them for housework and, you know, this and that. When they are able to go and get an education, the the men usually leave the society to go and like kind of make a better life for themselves. But the woman actually stay behind and use that education to come up with like different ways that they can help the elderly, their own parents, um, the society at large to kind of improve the lives of everyone. And I think that really translates even here where if you empower women and if you let women into the C-suite more and into, you know, the executive branches and into um, owning their own companies and giving them the resources to do that. Women are just by nature more nurturing and they're going mm -hmm. to want to help. I mean, how many of your listeners out there started a business because they saw a need and because they wanted to fill that need by providing yeah. and giving help. So it's all about empowering these awesome women who already are doing amazing things to be able to share what they're doing confidently and strongly with the whole world. Well, and one thing I really want to encourage the listeners of this episode to do is, is ask yourself, because so many of them already have the business ideas or they already have the, the programs or the services, and they're just not sharing it enough. Mm -hmm. Like for many of you, that's the only thing that's missing. Exactly. Right? Then they're going, well, where, where are my clients? It's like, well, who are you telling about your service? Well, are you telling <laughs> them? Like, how oh. are you telling that? How are you spreading right. message? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, Oh, there was something else I was going to bring up. Oh yeah. And, and also asking the listeners, and this is hundred percent for me as well of, you know, what would you be doing and how would you feel if you were just sharing yourself? you have to offer and what your message is and the difference you're here to make, like, what would that experience be like for you? Right? Like that feeling, we all know what it's like to temporarily feel just unstoppable in what we're doing and things start showing up. And then usually we kind of talk ourselves back into our mm -hmm. little box of not upsetting the status quo. Um, but I think like everything is available to a woman who is ready to really step into that power and do what it takes to do that and learn the skills and, and learn how to remove what's been in her way. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And I think, um, it's such a big power and it's almost daunting sometimes to some women where they want to stay in the comfort of their, the zone that they've yes. been in. So it's a matter of, are you ready? And if you're not ready, what's holding, I aren't you going full force and really claiming Cleaning the stage. So one thing that really came up for me, and I, I want to share it in case it resonates with other people, is feeling like as a business coach and, and as someone who speaks a lot about energy and alignment and manifesting money, I wanted to be successful before I really started talking to my talking openly um, about you know, the things that I really believe in. I had this story of people are only really going to want to listen to me and be interested in what I have to say once I am making, you know, X number of dollars mm -hmm. every single month. And that really held me back for a long time. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, and so, and it might not be about money for you listening. It might be about, you know, what do I have to prove or who do I need to become before people are going to be interested in what I have to say? Exactly. <laughs> and it's the opposite, right? You start sharing your truth and then you become that 
that person and people start listening. Um, just because you're sharing your truth, it doesn't have to be yep. uh, conditional. 100%. Right? Totally. And I, I just think that, I don't know, it just, it all kind of relates back to of like that lack of confidence or of where I'm at right now is not good enough or who I am right now is not good enough. People don't really want to listen to me or what do I have to say that's going to benefit anyone yet? Exactly. Right? It all comes back to the identity that I was talking about earlier. What hat are you wearing? Are you wearing the uh, yes. small business owner don't have anything important to say yet? Or are you wearing the I have a business. I'm, I'm a CEO, woman-owned. bitch. Exactly. I'm a woman-owned, <laughs> yeah. badass business, and I have some yeah. to share. So listen up, everybody. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. If you guys, like, just took that attitude into your business for one week, like, magical things would start it happening. It really I would. Promise. Just try it. Yeah. Oh, like I noticed like just in the energy when I'm in an energy of like, look out for me because like I'm going all the effing way. Like there's nothing that's going to stop me when I'm really feeling that like I get more engagement online. I get people reaching out to me. I get people responding to my stuff when I'm in like a disempowered, not good enough mindset. It's like, you know, I'll post something and it just falls flat or like I just, Mm -hmm. you know, um, get 20 people in a day unfollow my Instagram. Not that these are things you guys should be paying attention to because they're not important, but it's so real. When you step into that version of you, things start showing up in your life to reflect it immediately. Totally. And it doesn't even have to be like, I'll use a simple example because this resonated with me when I heard it. Um, and it might resonate with your audience too. It doesn't even yeah. have to be like, like you said, for you to change anything that you are. So for example, if I was to come in and tell one of your listeners, you have to tomorrow go in and present to 50 people. Is that thought, the first thought, um, one of, oh man, I hate public speaking, never been good at it, never will be good at it. Or is the thought, oh man, public speaking is an area I need to improve on. And it's something that I definitely have to focus on in the next week if I'm going to do this presentation. So it's the same person with right. the same skill level with the same situation in front of them, it's just a matter different of mindset. exactly different mindset and how you are thinking about approaching it. Are you in a growth mindset? Are you in an open mindset? Are you open to being empowered? Or are you already giving yourself the story of I cannot do X, Y, and Z in a limiting belief uh, mindset and just not even leaving yourself any room for growth or improvement? Right. And this is where it comes back to the self-perception thing. Because like you said, it's not that they need to become a different person or anything that they're not already Mm -hmm. or anything that we're not already. And and when I say like step into your, you know, CEO self, that is who you are at the core of your being. Exactly. (laughs) It's just how you're choosing to relate to yourself. Right. right? Or, or how you're, how you're used to relating to yourself and changing that. That's really all that needs to change. It's not that you need to become anything outside of what you already are. <laughs> what you already are is, you know, more than enough to take you to any level of success. It's just how you you teach yourself to relate to to and speak to yourself. Yeah, it's right? what story yeah. you're going to be telling yourself and believing in truth. Mm. Yes. And and that's something that you practice through affirmations and visualizations and things like yep, that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Um okay, so what are your 
uh, key tips for someone who is feeling as if they're holding themselves back in order to begin overcoming some of the things that we're talking about. So if it's that, you know, they have this message and they want to get really loud about sharing their business and their services, but they're, they know that they're holding themselves back. I think some key questions, introspection is key here to figure out Mm -hmm. what exactly is the root of why you're holding yourself back. So I think the very first step would be to pay attention and to listen closely to yourself and what stories you're giving yourself and how that's making you feel. So if it's not making you feel good, then ask yourself, am I overthinking or overgeneralizing? Am I assuming a certain outcome? Am I being too harsh or too critical? Am I labeling? Um, Am I trying to see a great situation as purely black and white? So just these kinds of questions that are hard and, you know, you have to really spend some time thinking and looking back and trying to understand yourself and where these feelings are coming from. But once you have a good idea of your inner thoughts and how they may they may be skewed, then you can shift gears from there and kind of reframe the situation for yourself to use kinder words and see things in a more positive light. I mean, if you think about it, everything that we think of as truth are things that we have told ourselves as truth, right? So what is the capital T truth? Um, It's a matter of just us deciding what do I want to believe as truth and then act accordingly. Right. And so really it, it comes down to that self-awareness. Um, and one of the tools I've used myself and had other people use is something called a fear inventory, which is really getting honest with yourself when it comes to, okay, if you say you want to make $10,000 this month, put yourself there and then ask yourself what, what scares me about that. And you might think that you don't have any, cause you're like, no, I want to make $10,000. I'm not afraid of it. But I promise you, if you're not there yet, it's because you're afraid of something. Right. Um, something and, is and that's what is stopping people. Something's holding you back. And, uh, without knowing what those are, you don't get a chance to reframe them. Like what you're talking mm-hmm. about and, and choosing that new truth. Um, yeah, because- and, and I don't know if you're into Abraham Hicks at all. I'm like, I refer to them all the time, but they have a quote that you really reminded me of, which is a belief is just a thought that you keep on thinking. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And it just goes back to the earlier part of our conversation too, about, you know, some, there's a lot of power in being able to step up, step into your own power and into your own voice. And it's just a matter of, are you ready to, to take on this new role or if not what's holding you back so I think it's exactly the same thing where right you're right people might think they're not afraid to earn ten thousand dollars but if they're not earning it but that's what they want something is holding them back so it's a matter of understanding what is it in you that's holding you back from achieving the goals that you want to achieve and really going after it and not making yourself wrong when you discover what those fears are. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the knowledge is power. The more we know, the more we know where the roots of, of things are or, you know, why we are a certain way, the more we can take control and kind of not not let life happen to us, but have us right. be a more proactive part in our lives and how it unfolds. Amazing. Okay, cool. So I just want to ask you one last question, which is how can people connect with you and what kind of stuff do you, you know, do online for people? Um, yeah, great. Thank you. So they can connect with me online. My website is saharmandy.com. So that's S-A-H-A-R-M-A-N-D-I, um, saharmandy.com. And actually for your listeners, I'm going to be offering um, my webinar coming up on March 23rd. Um, I usually charge for it, but I'm going to waive that fee for your listeners. 
Um, if they want to sign up, I'm all about, I just want to spread this empowerment message as far and wide as possible. So I would love to extend this. And what is the webinar? It's, um, about? it's on communication. So it's going to be just some of the stuff that we talked about today, plus some additional tools in terms of mindset, body language, and presentation skills to help people feel more empowered. Because a lot of times people are scared to do something because they just don't know how to do it. I'm going to be equipping the um, attendees with a bunch of my favorite tools as to how they can structure their thoughts and how they can structure their presentations and um, conduct their body language and just be mindful of their um, speaking patterns so that they can be um, respected, they can express themselves, they can um, confidently step into the power of their own voice. So that is going to be on March 23rd um, at 10 a.m. Pacific time, but for whoever is registered, they will get a recording of it afterwards too if they can't make that um, Okay. Amazing. So, um, I'll definitely put the link for that in the show notes and, uh, or does that work? Yeah. 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 Go somewhere specific. Uh, Okay, cool. And, um, one thing that I love about what you're saying is, uh, getting like specific tools because a lot of the mindset work and the communication stuff, it's almost more conceptual. It's, it's having those tools that is going to say like physical tools, like here's what you should go and do to develop your mindset. Like that's where I think there's, so much power for people to actually have something physical that they can hold themselves accountable to. And the other thing is, is like you're saying your, um, you know, body language and things like that. Like there's so many studies to suggest that when you change your body language, you feel differently about yourself. Like it can happen that quickly. No, definitely. Like power posing is one of them. And I do it before every um, presentation, every interview, every client call I do. I I just hold the power pose for two minutes and then I'm good to go. So it's as, it's as quick as two minutes. It's not even anything longer than that. Well, in that, I often say people, tell people like if you're about to go live or you're about to do something that kind of scares you, you maybe you're going to have a discovery call, um, step into or remind yourself of the fact that you're a CEO, mm-hmm. right? And so this is almost something physical that, and I do it too, of like when I'm, when I'm wanting to like really kill a discovery call or yeah, a live video or something, I'm like, I'm an effing CEO and like, I'm going to show up as her. You know so what? I love the power that. pose. I didn't even think yeah. of that. I'm going to do that from now on too. Oh, I have to remind myself of like, I'm a CEO. I know what I'm talking about. I have so much value to give because otherwise that like backward, that uh, background voice of, you know, are people going to be interested in this? What are you even doing? Are they judging you? Like that's what's there, right? And it's so hard to sort of be the conduit of, of what it is that my message is, what these people really need to get from me when I have all that ego in the background. So the power pose that you're describing sounds like something people could actually physically do yeah. <laughs> to really um, embody and, and channel that, that powerful version of them. Exactly. And I'm all about that. I mean, as people start to um, know me more, they'll start to see that I'm all about merging um, conceptual theoretical things with actual actionable um things that people can do. So it's like, yeah, if you want to get in a certain mindset, then do this with your body. Or if you suffer from anxiety and you get dry mouth, then drink water. Or if you feel like your heart is jumping out of your chest, do these series of breaths. So I, I'm all about merging kind of the conceptual, theoretical with actionable things you can actually do the physical. The physical. Yeah. Yes. Um, because otherwise, I feel like so many of the times people like know about something in theory, but it's so hard for them to actually go and do it. So like, yeah, meditation or visualization. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's so easy to just be like, "Eh," because you're just like sitting down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Exactly. Close your eyes. Whereas if it's like, okay, open your journal or do this or prompt yourself. Like, yeah, that's where I think that there's so much power to actually shift things for yourself because it's like going to the gym, mm-hmm. right? Totally. Of like physically going to the gym and that's where you see the change. Exactly. So you want to look at your mindset as a muscle that you are building and you do that through lifting weights. Yep. I love <laughs> or, that. You know, that's my metaphor. I love that. I'm going to start using <laughs> okay. that. Amazing. Well, I loved this conversation. I think like talking to women about how freaking powerful they are and how how when they discover that for themselves, like their entire life and business is going to blow up is something I could talk about forever. And I'm really glad that I had you on because you have, you know, this is something that you really um, specialize in and have very specific things that people can can do to start shifting this for themselves really, really quickly. So um, like I said, I'm going to put all of Sahar's uh links, all of Sahar's links down in the comments below or the uh, show notes rather. And uh, make sure that you give her a follow on Instagram. And I just really want to thank you, Sahar, for being on and giving your time graciously today and your advice as well. Of course. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me Yeah, it was awesome. I, like I said, I love your show. I love what you're all about. I love the mindset focus that you have. And um, I'm so happy that we were able to connect. So thank you so much to you for having me and your listeners for listening. Awesome. Okay. Thank you guys so much. And I'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye, everyone.